Welcome back to J&J Sports Corner. That's Jacob Horn. And that is Jacob Jones, and you're tuned in to the most zany, up-to-date, effulgent weekly sports podcast there is. We got some NBA news today. We got some good news. It's been a while since we did this stuff, you know? We had Jake off doing football. Yeah. You uh, didn't want to record alone. Well, I thought it would be weird, because, you know, our podcast works better when it's just like a back-and-forth dialogue. If I'm just sitting here, it's like I'm just reporting the news, and you get half the topics and, like, half the time with half the personality. So, do we really want that? I don't know. I don't think they want that. So, uh, we're back now. All is good. All is good. We're here now. We're ready for a good show. You have a mustache uh, now? I do have a mustache. Thank you for noticing. Um beautiful i don't know what to say you're beautiful i don't know how to follow that up <laughs> you're breathtaking man. <laughs> you are breathtaking <laughs> um yeah i do have a mustache uh i don't really know what i'm i don't really know what i'm doing with it right now it's just kind of there i, I thought like I'd, i thought i'd change it up i think i'm gonna just let my beard grow back with the mustache and then just go back to like a not a long beard but kind of like a stubbly conglomerate of hair on my face um but yeah (laughs) anyways this is a sports podcast not just for our own vanity (laughs) we have to talk about some topics here we do we do all right let's get it started with the rockets and the spurs game it was a showdown in texas and the rockets lost in a double overtime game to the spurs 135-133. There was a very controversial call. Very controversial. It was James Harden ripped the ball away, wide open. He just goes up for a dunk, and he dunked it so hard, he broke the backboard. I'm just just kidding. I'm just kidding. He, He did not. He did not. He dunked the ball, and it whipped around the net, over the rim, went back to the top of the rim, and then fell out. And the referees called that a miss. It's not a miss. It's not a miss. He dunked it, and then it whipped back over. The, he dunked it so hard, the net... The momentum of the net it. carried yeah. it. Yeah, the yeah, net yeah. threw it back up to the top of the rim. Right. It fell out, and the refs called it a miss, because they didn't see it go through the net. They only saw it hit the top of the rim and then fall out. Well, the announcers called the same thing. They said, oh, he missed it. Yeah, the, yeah. but when they and showed the, yeah. the replay... It's clear that it went... He dunked it, and it was just the momentum. Yeah, carried. the momentum carried it, and Mike D'Antoni... Yeah. Famous seven seconds or less coach. <laughs> he tried to challenge it, but the refs denied his challenge. Wow. Yeah. I don't I don't think he had used used his challenge yet. So they just outright were like, No. Yeah, no. No, you can't challenge well, that. If it was in the last two minutes of play, which it sounds like it was, then don't doesn't all the challenging go to officials? Like, the coaches lose the right to challenge, right? Like, they I, can ask to get a challenge, but the, the officials don't have to say. Like, the officials don't have to do it. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, since you're the officiating crew mistakenly ruled hard and missed, and they denied D'Antoni's attempt to challenge, there was seven minutes and 50 seconds left in the game. Oh. So he oh, had wow. plenty of time to challenge, so I don't know what their reason was for denying a challenge. Because when they challenge, there has to be, like, clear 
evidence that there's a questionable call. Right. And if you slow down the footage, you can see it loop over. So it, I mean, there's no question about the evidence there. It's just a matter of why did they say no? Yeah. No, it's just kind of, it's just weird. I don't know. I've never seen that before. I've never yeah, seen a either. ball loop over the <clears throat> net. I've seen backboards break, like you said earlier. Yeah, I've seen Many Shaq pull down a couple backboards, <laughs> yeah. almost killing people. But hey, let's not worry about that right now, because <laughs> we're going to move on to Carmelo Anthony. Man, what a story. He's doing great right now. Yeah, he is. He's doing so great. He won NBA Player of the Week for the Western Conference. Yeah. And so it's it's, you know... He's definitely in the conversation for being a player of the week player because he's had a great week, you know. It says here he averaged 22.3 points, almost eight rebounds, two assists, and he's shooting 57% from the field with a 45% three-point That's rating. Really, I mean, really good. Yeah, that is really good. And he helped the Blazers get a 3-0 record last week. Yeah. I mean, I know we were talking about I think it was on our last podcast we were talking about Melo coming back and signing the contract, but it wasn't mm-hmm. guaranteed. And, you know, we were we were both saying, you know, we hope he does good and we hope he gets minutes and everything, but I don't think either of us expected this type of play from Melo. No, after what I saw in Houston, which Houston wasn't a good fit, but it was still an offense that he was accustomed to, you know, yeah. with D'Antoni being a coach in New York when he was up there. He was at least used to it. So when I saw that, I thought, oh, man. He is garbage. I was yeah. like, he is not getting another spot on another team. Washed up. He went to the Hawks, got cut, went to the Bulls and got cut. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, he is not getting a shot anywhere else. But he goes up here to Portland, and he's doing pretty good. Except the only problem is that uh, in that same week, Harden averaged 47 points, four and a half rebounds, six and a half assists, and shot 53% from the field with a near 50% Three-point shot. Wow. He shot 48%. Yeah, well, James and, Harden is doing James Harden. <laughs> and also, honestly, one of my new favorite players, Luka Doncic, oh. he is, dude, no, he is killing it right now, okay? Oh, he is. I'm just... He's, dude. I'm, I'm kind of tired of hearing the bandwagon. He, okay, look. It's, it's real, man. It's oh, it real. is. No, I respect Luka. I mean, his game is crazy. I mean, he, yeah, he, it, for this week, for the week... For the same week, he averaged 30 points, 8 rebounds, 9 assists. Yeah, that's that's insane. And he's 20. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that... Tell me that's not good, yeah, man. No, I mean, I'm not saying he's good. I'm not taking anything away give from him, him. Give him, like, five more years. <sighs> no tell him what's going to happen. It's, it's, like, it's like with Giannis. It's like we yeah. were just waiting for his potential to just shine through. Yeah, to blossom. But with Luka, he's, like... He's not even old enough to drink yet. Like, <laughs> like he can How like it's it's like when Devin Booker dropped 70 and yeah. he was 20 or like yeah, he was 20. Mm-hmm. And then it was like it was like how are these young guys able to do this? Like I mean, like they got to be something special. Also, yeah. this isn't a topic but the Suns. The Suns are doing surprisingly well for what they have. They are. Um So yeah, Carmelo Anthony won player of the week over two other guys who probably should have gotten it. I mean, Harden averaged 47 points with near 50% shooting from behind the three-point line. Yeah. That is no easy task. In my opinion, I think it was more the league saying, you know, Melo's back. In my opinion, 
I think it was more impressive that Carmelo came back from his year-long hiatus or whatever of not being treated well and not getting minutes, not just getting trash minutes practically on teams, coming back and being able to do what he did than it is Harden just doing what he's been doing and Doncic just being what he was in the EuroLeague. Yeah, I, I, I guess that <laughs> makes sense. Um, Harden, it's definitely no surprise seeing that he averages yeah. almost 50 points for a I week. Mean, that's very impressive. No very- matter what your team teams you're playing that week or what that's impressive that's a an amazing stat but we've seen that for yeah a couple of years now it's it's almost like expected i remember hearing this last season whenever he was on like a 35 points per game and higher streak mm-hmm. for like a week or so yeah yeah and it was like oh he's catching up to kobe and it's like oh yeah he is kind of like kobe he's you know he's like just scoring a ton but like He's winning now. Like yeah. they're like pretty high up in the conference, you know. And it's like, wow, he's not just scoring garbage points. He's actually contributing to wins. Like yeah. that's great to see. He's not just a me guy now. Yeah, now he's got Russell Westbrook <laughs> on the team. <laughs> Still miss that guy, but hey, hey Shea Gilgis and Danilo Gallinari and CP three Dennis Schroeder, CP three. Championship team right there. <laughs> Don't think it. You beat the Warriors. De- Everybody's beating yeah. the Warriors. I'm ge- I'm thinking they they could get like a top three pick in the draft. That's scary. That is very scary. You bring back Curry, Thompson, and Green with a top, a top three, pick. three pick. Maybe it's Wiseman. Oh, that would be scary. <laughs> that would be very. Just as soon as we get rid of the Warriors super team, they come right back yeah. for the new decade. That'd be... <clears throat> okay. No gonna, balance in that. I'm going to stop that before my blood pressure gets too high. <laughs> uh, my, final, my final thing I wanted to talk about. The Lakers and the Jazz. They played, and the Lakers smacked the Jazz. 121-96. Right. Nothing, nothing too unusual about that, you know. The Lakers are, like, number one team. I think they are the number one team right now. Yeah. They only have, like, what, two losses? So this was... Something like that. This was unexpected. This was, this was expected, you know? But um, three things I want to note. LeBron, he just picked up the ball and took, like, five steps with it. He did. You know? He just... And then his defender was, like, pointing from the... He was pointing to him, and he was like, Hey, yo, ref, do you not see the man just walking? <laughs> Hey, I'm and walking in. He he didn't get a call for it. He passed out the ball, and the defender was just like, "Are you are you kidding me? Like he's he's not doing anything." And at halftime, he was uh, a sideline reporter was like, "Hey, yo, uh, LeBron, did you notice that you traveled?" And he was like, "I'm gonna be real. I didn't even know what I was doing. Uh, I just like completely shut down. I just started going." <laughs> it's like, wow, great answer. Mm. Um, also, some people are saying it was disrespectful that he was uh that with, I think it was like three or four minutes left in the game, mm-hmm. he gave his shoes, his, you know, his game-worn pair of shoes, right. he gave them to a fan in the stands when there was still playing time left. And I personally don't see the problem with that. I mean, it's it, it's at a point where the score is so different or, like, for the Jazz, the game is so out of reach for a win that – you can't really get upset at that because, I mean, yeah. what are you going to do? 
the score is too high for you to come back from that. You got three minutes left. Like, yeah. Unless unless Donovan Mitchell just becomes Michael Jordan reincarnated and <laughs> goes off and scores 60, you're not going to change the score. Yeah. So you can't really be upset that he's just like, yeah, I'm on the – because what, are you going to have LeBron play garbage minutes? Yeah, I was about to say, if Frank Vogel's gotten to the point where he's told LeBron, you know, you're setting the rest of the game. Yeah, I mean, you can't – you're not going to bring your star player out for the last – three to four minutes of a game and have them contribute to more points like that. No, no if you, if you risk injury. And yeah. If you're a smart coach, you keep the player out and that's <coughs> it. You just let the game run out. Yeah. Which is funny because during those garbage minutes, Dwight Howard <laughs> stepped into the corner and hit a corner three. That's what you love to see. Just Dwight Howard getting his 12th or 13th NBA career three pointer. Hey, it's more than Shaq. More, it is more than Shaq. Shaq only had like one, <laughs> and it was like heavily contested. I don't even think he was trying to hit it either. He just like threw it up, yeah. went in, and he was like, oh. Huh. But, yeah, um, Lakers beat the Jazz. LeBron traveled, got, didn't get called. Um, Dwight Howard is Dwight Howard reincarnated. Dwight Howard is now a stretch five. Yes. Uh, and LeBron gave his shoes to a pair of kids. To a, no, 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 no. Oh, no. <laughs> he gave his pair of shoes to a kid. LeBron wow. gave his shoes to a pair wow. of kids. Wow. Yes, LeBron gave his shoes to a pair of kids in the stands, you know. <laughs> nice. Oh, man. I don't go. even know what happened. All right, right restart the podcast. Yeah, we're just, we're just going <laughs> to find somebody to cut that out, and we're just going to... No, restart the entire leaving. podcast. Okay, yeah, we'll we'll leave that in. That'll be my my one mistake in what is it? Our fifth episode, fifth, sixth, something like that. Fifth, fifth, sixth. Yeah, we'll have a whole outtake reel, <laughs> even though we don't do outtakes. We get everything done first take because we're good. We are that Unless good. Unless you'd say LeBron gave his pair shoes or his he shoes gave to his a pair of kids. shoes. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think that's gonna do it for me. Uh, on this side of the iPad, so I'm just going to transition over to you. All right. Let's see what you got. Well, uh, as everybody knows, you know, I'm more football-oriented. Leaving basketball to you most of the time. So this week, a lot of stuff happened over Thanksgiving break and the like, and, you know, the week we were gone. But one of the most important things, in my opinion, that happened was Alabama lost their second game this year to Auburn in the Iron Bowl, you know, the yearly bowl that they play, their rivalry game. And uh, Alabama lost 48-45 to to Auburn, and uh, that was off of a missed chip shot field goal from their kicker. I was going to say, is, is this the game where there was the missed field goal? It was. Yeah, I remember seeing a replay of that over a break, and I was like, yeah. You missed on a field goal? Yeah. It was like a, I don't want to get this wrong, but it was like a 20, 30-yard field goal, something that you should make, especially at the level that Alabama's playing at, you know? <clears throat> Misses just barely misses it, and yeah, it was uh, very close. Yeah, and they end up losing the game. You know that would have sent them to overtime. And I've heard a lot of people say that you know even if they went into overtime, Auburn would have won. Because in my opinion, it looked like Auburn wanted it far more than Alabama did. Alabama is just kind of, and they lost to Tagovailoa. You know their star quarterback. So you know they're running with a second string quarterback now who hasn't had much experience. And Auburn knew that, and they were they were out for blood, and they they looked like a very high powered team. Do you think that uh the score would have been different if 
Tua had been in the game? Oh, for sure. So you, you think Alabama would have had the win? I think so, yes. Okay. I, I think Tua – I think a lot of that is the, – the, to me, because I watched most of the game, the, Alabama just did not look like Alabama in that game to me. And I think if Tua was there – because he's a big leader for that team, I feel like if mm-hmm. he was there, he could have willed them at least to go into overtime. Because that Auburn team isn't anything to slouch at, you know. I mean, they're they're not bad. <clears throat> but, you know, it's Nick Saban and it's Alabama Crimson Tide football, so. Yeah, Alabama's just one of those teams that you always hear are <clears throat> doing really good, you know, winning right. winning all the time. So, to hear that they're losing, you know, losing a bowl, that's. Yeah, lost, in, lost their rivalry game to Auburn and lost earlier to LSU, but, I mean. LSU is beating everybody, so that's no surprise. Yeah, that Arkansas game was brutal. Uh, we ain't got to talk about that. <laughs> uh, no, we don't, but I thought I'd just bring it up because yeah. that was rough. So Alabama has now moved to number 12 in the AP poll, I believe. They're out of the top 10 now. But, I mean, when they played Auburn, Auburn was 17, something like that. So, hmm. I mean, that was a big loss. So. Yeah, I, you would definitely think that because, you know, you don't really think about, like, a kicker being that important. You know, it's just right. kicking a ball between two giant sticks, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, in a situation like that, yeah, it really helps to have a good kicker. So exactly. I don't really – I don't really know much about, like, scouting kickers. I don't know, like, anything about that. Well, apparently, what I've been told from – People I know who are consistent with Alabama football and mm-hmm. know a lot about it. Uh, credible I've been sources. Credi- Quote-unquote credible sources. <laughs> Quote, right. I have been told that um, Alabama doesn't offer scholarships at all to kickers. Really? Pretty much all of their kickers are walk-ons or guys who just want to kick, and they never get an athletic scholarship to the school. So they don't go out like, hey, you're a pretty good kicker. You want to come I, kick for us? It's just, yeah. hey... We need a kicker. Who wants to come? Yeah. It's just like, you want to come? All right. Well, you can still scout guys and give them preferred walk-ons and stuff and not give them a scholarship. So maybe they did that. I'm not sure what the scenario with this kicker was, um, but that's what I've heard. Hmm. And uh, that's not an uncommon thing. I know, like, Arkansas, you know, I was hearing that their kicker just recently got his scholarship. But, you know, he has one now. But I've heard that, you know, Alabama doesn't ever give their kicker scholarships. So they can, you know, because they believe that they can put those scholarships elsewhere in the program. So they just think that they can run up the score so much that a kick doesn't even matter. It's I just Because, I mean. Or, you know, Nick Saban's thought is you have one job. Be really good at that one job if you want to play on my team. Yeah. I mean, it is college football. Yeah. And it is Alabama. And it, is, so. what, it is the yeah. most elite level of college football. Like, so. if, if you're there, you are, like, top of the pack, like doesn't get any better than that so but I don't think most people the majority of fans I don't think they're mad about seeing Alabama lose you know Nick Saban kind of tired of seeing Alabama and that natty every year and yeah I mean it is it is a nice change it is um it's a welcome change I mean I I expect them to be back next year but you know got a friend of mine Will Poole you know him yes pretty big Alabama fan okay Sorry, Will. <laughs> that's that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> Sorry, Will. Uh, well, on that note. Roll Tide. <laughs> yeah, Roll Tide. Um, on that note, uh, moving on yeah. to other football news. Uh, according to ESPN, 
Um, so the Baltimore Ravens have an uh, NFL MVP frontrunner, Lamar Jackson at quarterback. Stellar player. Has been making plays all over the field. Uh, but they gifted Pope Francis uh, a signed jersey by Lamar Jackson and the head coach for the Ravens, John Harbaugh. Hmm. And um, John Harbaugh is Catholic, and I didn't know that until I started researching this. But um, apparently they did this because Baltimore is like the home of Catholicism in the New World. And so they thought it would be a welcome thing to... The back of the jersey, it's a number eight jersey, which is mm -hmm. what Lamar Jackson wears. Right. But it has Francis on it, and it's signed mm -hmm. by Lamar and Coach Harbaugh. And so they gifted it to Pope Francis as just a kind gesture, I guess. And I mean, it's it's a cool little thing that they did. They didn't have to. Nobody told them to, but it was cool. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't know the coach was Catholic. I didn't, I didn't know either. that Baltimore was the... Would you say the center for the, Catholicism the, in the New World? The, yeah. The I didn't know that either. I home, didn't know either. The home for Catholicism in the New World. I didn't know that either. I didn't know any of those until you just told me them. I could have continued living the rest of my life not knowing <laughs> those things and be perfectly fine, but I feel now more intelligent <laughs> that I know that. Oh, I'm glad I can teach you something. Yeah. But that does seem like a really nice gesture. Um Kind of reminds me of like you know when like a a championship team right after winning a title they would go to the White House you know and talk with the president and all that and mm -hmm. be congratulated and they'll give them like a jersey from the team that mm -hmm. has like uh like I all remember the signatures yeah right. it's got like all the signatures it's got like the number president they are like I remember for Obama the Warriors they had like forty four right. like Obama signed by the whole team mm -hmm. those are those are nice gestures and I like seeing those you know yeah. it's it's a nice little gift for mm -hmm. them to have. It's just kind of interesting that, like, it's Pope Francis because, yeah. you know, I mean, I don't – he can just, like, hang that somewhere. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't see him just strolling around the Vatican wearing yeah, a Lamar say, Jackson dude. jersey. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just yeah, maybe, takes maybe. off the white robes and he's just walking around. Oh, peace be with you. Peace be with you. He's like, are you a Lamar Jackson fan? He's like, yes, I am. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe Pope Francis is just a huge NFL fan, and Lamar Jackson and the Ravens are his team, man. I, hey, I wouldn't be surprised. I, I mean, I couldn't I, with all this with all this Catholic connection here. I, I mean, hey, it makes yeah, sense. I was, I was, and maybe I don't know. I went to ESPN because I figured they would have the most about it, mm -hmm. but I was reading about it because I saw it on Instagram first by Sports Center. I was like, oh, that's cool, but you know, they never gave like an, an actual reason as to why they did it. And so I went to ESPN, and they still, I mean, the only thing was a few quotes by John Harbaugh about how Catholicism in Baltimore is big and how he's a Catholic. And I mean, it's, so, it's, it's cool that they just did it out of a kind gesture, but I'm trying to just figure out why they yeah, chose like, why Pope, Pope Francis, Francis of all people. Like, I Not understand. that Pope Francis is a bad guy or anything. He's no, a great Pope guy. Pope Francis but, is amazing. Yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's but, the Pope. I yeah. mean, come on. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to just... Have an excuse to go see the Pope. Yeah, I mean. It's just like, it's like we don't have any, we just wanted to see you. We don't have <laughs> anything for you. We just wanted to be in your presence. <laughs> um, that's a, yeah, that's a really nice, it's, you know, like I said, it reminds me of like whenever a championship team goes to see the president, you know, mm -hmm. it's a, it's a nice little thing. Um, Pope Francis, Lamar Jackson fan, question mark? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Just, I want to see him in the jersey now, though. I wonder if maybe it's Photoshop somewhere. <laughs> I, I really, if if anybody listening to this is really good with Photoshop and this hasn't been made yet, 
please Photoshop a Lamar Jackson jersey onto Pope Francis, please. <laughs> Requests. We will bring you on the show. <laughs> if, if you can do it, we will bring you on. Our first contest. <laughs> yes, our first contest. If you can do this, we'll just bring you on. It's like, um, how are they going to get it to us? Send it into Jacob's email. Or Jake's email. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just I got to my email's not bad. It's jacobt.horn at yahoo.com. Right. You know, it's pretty simple. Jake, if, you know, if they want to send it to your email too. I don't have an email. That's, that's a You shame. don't have an email? Nope. What do you... Send it into jones935 at conwayschools.info. Don't know who that is, but we're <laughs> getting a lot of Pope Francis Photoshop, I guess. I don't even... You can't even send emails through school email, can you? So. Like, not like outside. No, I think you can send them to... Like within the within, network, yeah. but not like outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Send send in your Pope Francis uh, submissions. Photoshop submissions to uh, Jacob T dot Horn at Yahoo dot com. Uh, we'll do this until next week, I guess. If I really any, hope somebody sends you something. I really do too. I'm yeah. It's our first impromptu giveaway. So yeah. or not giveaway, a contest. You know. Giving away a chance to be on the show. So, hey. yeah. Save myself there. Don't want two errors in this show. <laughs> I've been away for, what is this? Two it's weeks. been two weeks since we had a show? Two weeks. You're hey. struggling, man. You got to get back on yeah, the Yeah, I got to get back in the rhythm, man. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little behind. It's okay. But, uh, yeah, uh, that's a li- nice little note to end on. Yes. Um, I think that's going to do it for us here. Thank you for listening. We got... At the time that you hear this, we'll have five episodes out. Um, glad to have Jake back. I'm We're glad, glad to, to be, be back, back, you know. It's good. It's good. good day for sports and sports news. It is. And uh, stay safe. <laughs>